So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, we'll cover the main highlight features and do an overview of Sony's new A7C. Do know you can find timestamps and links in the description down below, as well as the pinned comment. And also know this is not a sponsored video. Let's get started. Up until now, it looked like Sony covered their bases with both the A6000 and A7 lineups, and each series already offered an affordable, well-configured entry point. But in 2020, Sony decided to do something different, and now their A7C, C standing for compact, is the truly affordable entry point into the full-frame A7 lineup. Technically, it sits in a separate range alongside the A7 and above the A6000 lineups, and in many respects, it's essentially a full-frame A6600, but it appears to be the camera content creators have finally requested. On paper, it obtains much of the capabilities from the slightly pricier A7 Mark III, but interestingly, with a distinct look and a sleek profile closely matching the A6600, it also simultaneously comes to market taking the spot as the world's smallest and lightest full-frame camera, boasting in-body stabilization. Sony aims this particular camera directly at newcomers and smartphone users, wanting a substantial upgrade in quality. But as it stands, it competes with some incredibly tough competition, and it challenges Panasonic's S5, Fujifilm's X-T4, Nikon's Z6, Olympus's EM1 Mark III, and Canon's EOS R. It features a 24.2 Exmor R CMOS sensor and the Bion's X image processor, a similar setup as the A7 Mark III, with 15 stops of dynamic range. Sony also has refined the color science slightly with this new camera, and in this case, they've reduced the magenta hue in the shadows, creating a more vibrant and natural overall aesthetic. It also attains the shutter auto white balance lock and a custom white balance meter that you can move around the screen to refine your target. The camera also offers continuous shooting speeds of 10 frames per second with either mechanical or electronic shutters, both with full-time autofocus support, with an excellent buffer of unlimited JPEGs or 45 uncompressed RAW files before slowing. On the video front, it shoots 4K UHD video up to 30 FPS and 1080p Full HD video up to 120 FPS, and both resolutions shoot to the XAVCS format with a data rate of 100 megabits per second with 8-bit 420 subsampling. Like the A7 Mark III, the camera oversamples its 6K sensor, producing greater detail in genuine 4K footage with 14 stops of dynamic range. It also obtains the slow and quick mode, a feature found on several Sony cameras now. Now, these allow you to access the in-camera slow or quick recording options. Like several Sony cameras now, it also obtains unlimited video recording, it also supports vertical video, it has a built-in timecode display, and it also obtains Sony's full suite of picture profiles and gamma controls, including Cine 1 through 4, Rec 709, S-Log 2, S-Log 3, and HLG, plus Zebras, Gamma Display Assist, and outputs a clean, uncompressed 4K 422 8-bit signal via HDMI for use with external recorders or monitors or as an external webcam. Low-light performance on this camera is excellent and easily matches the A7 Mark III. It features a native ISO range from 100 to 51,200, further expandable to 204,800, and users can expect usable results up to ISO 6400 or 12,800 with minor post-processing. For focus, it uses Sony's latest 693-point phase detection AF system with 4D focus, 
93% frame coverage, and support down to negative 4 EV. Of the 693 points, 425 use contrast detection, increasing the overall accuracy of the system. This particular autofocusing system is a similar configuration to both the flagship A9 and the A7 Mark III, but compared to the A9 specifically, it offers slightly better low light focusing, now moving from negative 3 to negative 4 EV. Plus, it also brings along real time IAF for humans and animals and Sony's latest AI based tracking technologies. Interestingly, Sony's also configured the AF on button to enable real time IAF even when autofocus continuous is not actually selected. The camera also obtains AF fine tune, which allows you to adjust the subject shift and transition speed for the best results. And it also offers both focus peaking, focus check, and focus magnification if you prefer manually focusing. It uses the larger Z type battery and battery life is excellent and arguably class leading. Sony rates the camera to deliver 740 shots per charge using the rear screen or 220 minutes of continuous video recording, both outdoing the A7 Mark III in this regard. For displays, it has an XGA OLED electronic viewfinder with a resolution of 2.36 million dots, 0.59 times magnification, and a variable refresh rate up to 120Hz. New for this camera is also a 3-inch very angle TFT touchscreen LCD. This screen does only offer a resolution of 921K dots, which is slightly below average, but a fair trade-off to reduce the price of this camera. Nevertheless, the articulation here is an excellent addition, particularly for the target demographic. The touch screen also supports touch focus, touch shutter, AF touchpad, and touch tracking. Essentially, the screen on this camera is the A7 Mark III screen, now with full articulation. Physically, the camera follows a new design in the A7 range that's interestingly more in line with the A6000 lineup, but simultaneously it also adds a rangefinder-inspired layout. Plus, unlike other A7 cameras, Sony simplified the top plate, making the design much more straightforward than before, and they've also streamlined and refined the button layout accordingly. However, they went in a new direction this time, installing a top silver plate and two-tone finish. This addition gives the camera a more retro and nostalgic look, which is quite interesting for Sony. In size, this camera weighs 509 grams, including battery and SD card, nearly identical to the A6600's 503 grams, and both cameras are almost identical in dimensions as well. Thus, compared to the A7 Mark III, this camera is noticeably smaller and 27% lighter. Even so, Sony's redesigned the grip, which remains surprisingly deep and comfortable for such a small camera. They've also made a few subtle changes to make this camera easier to use for the target demographic. In this case, they've added a dedicated SD compartment, they've repositioned the mic port and other input outputs, they've increased the on-off toggle switch's resistance, and they modified the tripod thread placement. But outside of that, it also obtains 5-axis image stabilization, the same system from the A7 Mark III. It has a microphone input, a headphone output, a USB-C port, a fully silent electronic shutter, Sony's multi-interface hot shoe, Sony's 2 times clear image zoom, built-in HDR, anti-flicker shooting, face priority multi-metering, several lens compensation options, and built-in Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and NFC connectivity. Also of note, their VBT-2BT vlogging grip also works with this camera if you have that accessory. In the end, Sony's A7C is the more compact and lightweight alternative to the A7 Mark III. It obtains most of its high-end capabilities in a form factor almost unseen in the segment, and as it stands, it's an outstanding option for those wanting the full-frame experience 
in a more portable and versatile package. While there are trade-offs and drawbacks over the larger A7 III, they're mostly justifiable and most of them are not deal-breakers, and as an entry point into the full-frame mirrorless segment, it remains capable nonetheless. Frankly, this camera is quite a feat on Sony's part. Not only have they managed to reduce the camera's size, but they also accomplish outfitting it with a large full-frame sensor and image stabilization, and Sony simultaneously amalgamated a robust feature set that widens their potential user base. As a whole, it's a strong contender for those wanting the full-frame capabilities without the large price tag that usually accompanies. And frankly, if you want the best AF system Sony offers, this is your best option. So there you have it, my friends. There are the highlights and the overview of Sony's new A7C. For more information on the A7C and other Sony cameras, check out our website, photographypx.com. Go to our camera reviews page, then to the Sony section, and there you'll see a full detailed written review, as well as other reviews of cameras that may be of interest to you. You can also look at the pinned comment in the description down below, and that will take you right to the full review as well. I've been your host, Von Lennox. We'll see you in the next video. Thank you for watching today's video. I hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you. If you're new here, please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already. Also, leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlook something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography. <laughs>